This is the OT Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Brian Andrew, and I'm here with the number one seed, Stephen Galindo. How you doing? I'm doing good. Going into playoffs this week. Um, surprisingly, I made playoffs in all four of my leagues, which was a surprise to me. But I think only one league. I'm I'm, I'm in the last playoff spot, and the rest I'm usually at the I'm at the top. So. So I'm ready for playoffs. Um, you know, I'm nervous. There's a lot of uh, injuries, a lot of good matchups this weekend. And, of course, this is the week that they have to have Saturday games when it's playoffs. So you have mm-hmm. a Thursday game, you have a, three Saturday games, and then you have Sunday games along with, I think, two Monday night games, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the Saturday games always throw me off too because, like, I don't know what it is. It might just be me, but I don't like to be rushed into making my decisions. I feel like having one Thursday game is enough to rush me, right? You have your set and forget it players, you put them on Thursday, and then you, you know, if it's matched up dependent, you kind of, you know, Thursday games are always wild. But those Saturday games are frustrating because it's like, all right, now I need to make a decision a day early, (laughs) you know, and. You don't get the weekend, you don't, you know, there's something about being off on Saturday. I'm not saying everyone's off on Saturdays, but you know, I think me and you are off on Saturdays for the most part. Sometimes we have special occasions where we have to work, but you have that Saturday to kind of just think about it, (laughs) you know, and this Saturday we can't, you know, you got to make that decision, uh, Friday night, Saturday morning. And you got to rock. You got to ride with it. Yeah, at this point, you know your roster is already set. Um, you know who you're going to start. Uh, you might have a, one question or two for a spot or two. You know, depending on matchup and injuries and whatnot. But I think right now, you know, your roster is pretty set for the next three games. Absolutely. And uh, to everyone who missed the playoffs by a game or so. You know, that sucks. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm assuming our podcasts moving forward are going to be solely based on people who made the playoffs. We're not going to help you win your toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah, but you should still be fighting to not come in last place. Absolutely. Especially if there's some incentive. Hopefully, you know, leagues have incentives to to not just throw throw the season away. You know, hopefully you're 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 fighting to not be last place. Mm-hmm. I believe this season one of our leagues decided to uh, double the entry fee for whoever comes in very last place. So I'm I'm in, I'm in, I'm intrigued if we're gonna follow through on. Yeah, that. me too. <laughs> but uh, I think Especially, we will. I think we will because yeah. everybody agreed to it. Um, mm-hmm. It should be a, a good you know good set of games fighting to not be in last place. But yeah, good incentive. Uh, so I believe there's, you know, it's first round of playoffs. There's some injuries, you know, of course there's injuries that are the week before the playoffs start. You know, some people have had an easy road to the playoffs. Some people have had a rocky road to the playoffs, but now, you know, there's some variables, some, you know, hitches in the road, some speed bumps. So let's get into some injuries that happened last week. You want to start out probably the biggest one, I would say Justin Herbert. You know, a lot of people drafted him in the first yeah, uh, five or six rounds or so, you know, and he's somewhat lived up, somewhat not lived up, you know, to the expectations. The Chargers have just been bad this year. 
broken finger out for the season. What are your thoughts? Hopefully you had a second quarterback on your roster if you had Justin Herbert. If you didn't, you know, hopefully there's something on the waiver wire. There are a few decent quarterbacks this week. One of them we'll get into later. He's my my uh my hero this week, you know, for um, for injuries. Okay. Um but yeah, hopefully, you know, you stashed another quarterback, but they you know, you got guys like Flacco and uh Tommy DeVito has been playing pretty well. Jake Browning, I think, uh, from the Cincinnati Bengals. So, you know, hopefully some of those guys are available. You're not obviously going to get a top-tier quarterback, but hopefully you can get something that will get you by in the first week of the playoffs here. Absolutely. Um, How do you feel about Easton Stick? I probably would stay away from him personally. It's a division matchup. They're playing the Las Vegas Raiders Thursday night. The Raiders are gritty. That's what I gotta say. They are, especially since Antonio. Pierce yeah, they're just—they're very—they're very like. I don't know. I just—I don't think the Chargers. It's going to be a close game. The Chargers are going to be missing Justin mm-hmm. Herbert. They're also going to be missing Keenan Allen. So I mean, I would assume that their offense is going to roll through Austin Eckler. Hopefully, cross my fingers. Uh-huh. You know, I have Austin Eckler in a couple of weeks. So a good game from him is obviously, you know, something I'm hoping for. But I don't expect East, Easton Stick to to put up, you know, 300 yards passing, four touchdowns. Um, might, might throw a touchdown or two, but I think it's going to be a really slow-paced game. Um, Raiders might be without Josh Jacobs. We'll have to wait and see, but... I mean, it's going to be probably a low-scoring game, 17 to 24, 17, 21. Yeah, it's going to be a rock fight. (laughs) At least it has the status of a rivalry game, you know. You have a lot of displaced fans, you know, San Diego fans possibly rooting for L.A., who may who may have converted to be Raiders fans because they didn't like the move? Then you have Oakland fans who maybe be or maybe Charger fans now because they didn't like the move to Vegas, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot, of it, but it, you know the rival the rivalry goes goes deep. And what do you think? What do you think the over under is? Twenty total points for both teams in this game. So you're saying an over under of forty? No, over and under twenty. Oh, total. Total points. No, it's over. It's for this over. game. You it's think over. it's over? All right, I'm gonna say under. I think I think we are getting possibly, you know, because like just the other week the Chargers scored like six points against the Patriots. But the Patriots are, are I, I, very good defensively. Always have been. Sure. Sure, but now you you have a a, a player named after a hockey stick uh, starting. At quarterback, I'm going to say this is one of those. I I, yeah, I'm going to say it's seven to ten, ten seven winner. Thursday night game, Al Michaels is just going to lose it. (laughs) Do you (laughs) You think Al Michaels regrets going uh, to Amazon? Uh, I'm sure he does. I heard he's not going to call a playoff game this year, too. So I think he's even more. He wasn't ready for that. I think he he was told he's going to do a playoff game, and then now he's being told he can't. Because Amazon's not going to host any games. Hmm. I think. Well, so. Hopefully, he got paid good, right? <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, like you said, it's gonna it's an Austin Eckler show. 
we'll see if he steps up. Uh, yeah. Would you start Easton Stick? Let's just say you're in the two QB league, and you need another quarterback. Everyone else is gone. Would you start him, or would you put a flex player? I put a flex player. I mean, Easton Stick's going to give you twelve to fourteen points. Is my assumption. Yeah. So I think you have a. You could probably fit a flex player with higher upside than Easton Stick if you're that. You know, if you're that low. Well, you don't expect him to throw four touchdowns for 300 yards, but I kind of hope he does so we could, you know, clip that audio. <laughs> and play, play it uh, over highlights of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one, I guess we could go stay in the QB field. C.J. Stroud. Concussion, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, that was a big hit to a lot of people in fantasy. Uh, I would personally say I might have won my matchup because... CJ Stroud got a concussion. Um, I had CJ Stroud in another league, and he uh, actually maybe his injury probably helped me drop from first place to fourth place in that league. It was a dynasty league, so big significant injury. Do you think he plays this week? I don't week? think he plays this week. I think he'll be out this week. Um, it's it's rare that players that get concussions i mean it it looked bad he hit his head hard it wasn't Mm -hmm. like yeah you know i mean there's there's different severities of a concussion you know not all of them are 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 made equal so i wouldn't be surprised if he misses i think he's gonna miss you should be preparing as if he is gonna miss and if he does miss i mean i don't think anybody on the texans is worth a start in week 15 no i agree (laughs) I was going to say you probably fade everyone. Yeah, you'd have to fade everybody. Uh, uh, they're they're going up against the Tennessee Titans, who are just coming off a pretty big win. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Uh, the other injury that we had, uh, Justin Jefferson left the game with a chest injury. Uh, he said this week that he plans to play. So, uh, do you? The only thing I could think of would be. If there's like an agent, general manager, higher up in the organization says he shouldn't play. You know, I think he wants to play. I think the coach wants him to play. I mean, all sides uh, are, all sides are pointing to him playing. Yeah, the only thing I think at this point would be there's a decision made by somebody else, right? So outside of that, I think if you had Justin Jefferson on your team, you're good. Yeah, and I think he'll be okay. Especially if Nick Mullins is starting. I mean, he's proven to be a competent quarterback. Absolutely. So I, I don't think that, you know, you're going to have an issue there. They do take on Cincinnati this week, who has actually been on a little run themselves defensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say they're, they're, they're sneaky Yeah, good. so it's, it's going to be a little bit more of a challenge. But, I mean, Justin Jefferson is Justin Jefferson, so... Absolutely. Is there anybody, any other injuries you want to talk about? Yeah, I just want to throw a few names out there. Uh, you had you had Brian Robinson um, the week, not last week, but the week prior, went down with a hamstring injury, and it looks like he's still not practicing. So he might be sitting out this week. 
you got we talked about Josh Jacobs. Uh, you got Derek Carr, who looks like he's going to play. He suffered a concussion and a rib injury prior to last week's bye, but looks like he's he's set to, to start this week. You got Geno Smith, who missed last week, so keep an eye on him. But other than that, I mean, uh, oh, somebody else from the Vikings, Alexander Madison. Keep an eye on that because he might not play as well. He left the game with an ankle injury. That's right. Uh, so it seems like the Vikings are a little bit hobbled. <laughs> and I think, I think so, you know, because oh. you say that, like, they're hobbled, you're right. But I think if Justin Jefferson plays, you got to start him. Now's not the time to get oh, cute, especially, you know, somebody with a talent like him. And if Nick Mullins is, mm. you know... I think he's competent enough to understand, like, I got to get the ball to this guy. No, I'm pretty sure they're game planning for that all week. All right, so you want to get into some replacement players for some of these injuries that we got? Yeah, so a replacement player I was talking about earlier, you know, if you had Justin Herbert or CJ Stroud, my replacement player this week is Matthew Stafford of the Los Angeles Rams. He's coming off three right. hot weeks where he's, you know, scoring over 22 fantasy points. He gets a juicy matchup against the Washington Commanders, who surprisingly this year have given up the most points to receivers. And I think they're like second to last against quarterbacks. So I think low key, this is going to be a shootout game. It's in Los Angeles. So they play at home. It looks like their entire, you know, their roster is is pretty healthy. Puka looks good. Cooper Cup looked good last mm-hmm. week, so I think he's kind of getting over that ankle injury. You got Kyron Williams, and then you got that uh, rookie tight end who made his way into the game because the replacement tight end for Tyler Higby got hurt. <laughs> so mm, yeah. I think surprisingly, I think it's going to be a shootout game. I think this is a an over. On their total point spread, I'm not sure what the spread is, but I think this is going to be over 50 points. Speaking of that, I've watched the Rams for a while. This is this seems like it has everything in the making for us to think that there's going to be a shootout in a big game. And then Sam Bradford. Uh, Sam Bradford. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you, Matthew, I'm back in time. Uh, deep cut. Uh, Matthew Stafford is uh, going to throw for like 170 yards, and Kyron Williams is going to have all three of the touchdowns of the game, and something like that. Like, I, I it feels like this is all the making to set us up for a game we're not expecting. But I'm with you. I actually I think it's going to be a shootout too for both teams. I think this game will have both teams in the high 20s, low 30s, mid 30s at least uh, in the fourth quarter. I do think it'll be a little bit back and forth. Uh but yeah, so Matthew Stafford is a good pick. He's on a he was on waiver wires up until this week. So. Yeah, which is yeah. which is kind of crazy. I guess you know, before we we move on here, I kind of want to throw out something to you. I have Patrick Mahomes in in my home league and he hasn't been doing too well. And they're going up against New England this week and psh, mm-hmm. for all I know he could throw, you know, three touchdowns, you know, 250, 300 yards. But I feel like New England is sneaky. The Chiefs haven't been what they, you know, what they've been in the past. 
I'm thinking about starting Matthew Stafford because the matchup is juicy. Am I am I crazy for thinking this? Is it too cute for the playoffs? That's what I tell myself. Do you feel do you feel like the point differential between the two, even if Matthew Stafford outscored Patrick Mahomes, is going to be significant enough for you to confidently play Matthew Stafford over arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the game? So don't get me wrong, Patrick Holmes is the best quarterback in the game. But this year mm-hmm. has not been his year. I'm hoping in the offseason they sign a wide receiver because it hurts me as a fan to to lose games on wide open passes and mental mistakes. Mm-hmm. The last time Patrick Mahomes went over 22 points was in mm-hmm. week seven against the Chargers. All right. The last time, and, and then from week eight to week 14, he's only gone mm-hmm. over 20 points once. Right. So I think the ceiling of Patrick Mahomes is a lot higher than Matthew Stafford. But mm-hmm. I think at this point in time, they're playing the same like level. That and so sense. for me, my thought yeah. process is I, I'm, I'm banking on a matchup here. Who's the hotter team right now? The Rams, right? They're coming off three yeah, strong games. They might not have won the games, but Matthew Stafford in the last three games, and and he's not playing crappy teams. Last week against Baltimore, he put up almost 300 yards passing and three touchdowns. The week before against Cleveland, again, almost 300 yards, three touchdowns. And then the week before that, they played Arizona, which, you know, Arizona's Arizona. But... Yeah, he's put up 20 points a game for the last three weeks with another juicy matchup. So, yeah, you know what? You might be onto something there, Steven. I think I'm just, you know, I, I think he's at least going to get me 16 points. And you feel like Patrick Mahomes win it? Patrick Mahomes is at least going to get me 16 points. But is Patrick Mahomes going to break the ceiling of 23 points? That's where I get stuck. Yeah, that makes sense. They play New England at New England. Mm-hmm. New England's defense is pretty good. They've been holding quarterbacks to 13 points. And you know what? I want to say something. The Chiefs might just outscore. Like, Let's just say they do go off and they actually outplay New England. Patrick Mahomes might not be throwing the ball in the fourth quarter. Because there's no way New England's offense is keeping up. So, there's a better chance that Matthew Stafford gunslinging in the fourth quarter than Patrick Mahomes is. Yeah, and, you know, you got to risk it for the biscuit. So, that's just a quick thought on that, you know. We're not saying get cute. We're not saying, but I think when you you analyze the entire entire picture – it's not as crazy. It, it it only sounds crazy because it's Patrick Mahomes. Right. If I was telling you, if I was telling you, Matthew Stafford or Russell Wilson, that doesn't sound crazy, right? No. And Russell Wilson, I think, is in the top twelve of quarterbacks, if I'm not mistaken. So, I think I think Jared Goff is a top twelve quarterback, and Matthew Stafford's probably a better start. 
Let's see here. Matthew Stafford is actually... He's around like 16, 17. And uh, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's around like 12. So let me let me throw some names out real quick. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence against Baltimore or Matthew Stafford against Washington? Oh, Matthew right? Stafford. You're feeling Matthew Stafford. Like mm-hmm. Tua against the Jets, Matthew Stafford against Washington. It's interesting because sometimes two, the, the Miami offense looks really good, but you look at Tua's fantasy output and it's not really that great. I think the explosiveness of the Miami offense would still like make me lean toward Tua, but I don't think there's a bad pick there. Again, Tua hasn't had a 20-plus point game since week eight against New England. The last time they played the Jets, he only had seven points. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy. Maybe I'm just crazy. The the one thing I'll throw out there to you, too, just the reason why I'm a little bit hesitant on Matthew Stafford is – for the entire season, he did not reach 20 points until week 12. So he is the hot hand, but his floor. But two, but two, you gotta, you gotta realize he didn't have all his weapons. He didn't have Cooper cup at the beginning of the season. He did not. Puka breaks out. Kyron Williams goes down. The last three games they've had basically their entire roster. That's fair. So they're like so, fully yeah. healthy with healthy Cup, healthy Puka, healthy Kyron Williams. Like, I don't know. I think they're on a roll. I think they're, you know, they're riding the hot hand. I don't know. We'll see. This Next week, I could be talking about this differently. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Uh, I'll get, I'll just get my replacement player out of the way because like, I'm assuming, you know, every quarterback has been picked up, including Matthew Stafford. <laughs> you know, he was probably one of your highest waiver claims in your league. So I have another quarterback that I'm pretty confident was available because I doubt anyone picked him up before last game. Josh Dobbs ain't that guy, pal. Minnesota starts Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins does have a track record of not necessarily being fantasy relevant, but being an adequate quarterback. And he has some solid weapons. He has the best receiver in the league. And he's one of the better tight ends in the league. And I wouldn't be surprised if you need a replacement quarterback. You're 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 desperate. No one's available. You need a replacement level quarterback that Nick Mullins could at least get you 15 points. And 15 points might be enough for you to survive, and then hopefully one of your quarterbacks comes back the week after. So my replacement player this week is Nick Mullins. That's a good one. Thank you, Steven. (laughs) I have nothing bad to say about that. Obviously, Nick Mullins is if you're really, really hurting at quarterback. Yeah, You're, like you I'm have sure CJ Stroud, options. you have Justin Herbert, possibly Geno Smith. Like, like, 
Yeah, because most likely in your league, the trade deadline's over. You can't trade for a quarterback. You can only pick one up on the waiver wire. If you had a Justin Herbert, I would. I doubt you probably carried another quarterback. So then you're outbidding other quarterbacks. Matthew Stafford's gone. Then you're picking between Easton Stick and Nick Mullins. And Nick Mullins might actually have a solid week. So there you go. I like it. I like it. So it's the playoffs. Do you have any fantasy playoff heroes, Steven? We pick two each. Okay, well, first of first of all, I'm just gonna throw this out there. You start your studs, you know, you have your locket, yeah. you know, set it and forget it, guys. Now's not the time to be overthinking. But I'm gonna fall back, at least for this week, I'm gonna fall back to that Washington mm-hmm. Los Angeles Rams mm-hmm. game. I have two players from Washington that I think are sneaky plays this week. Um Curtis Samuel, I think, is a sneaky play this week because I do think it's going to be mm-hmm. a high-scoring game. He looks to be taking control as the number two wide receiver, possibly borderline number one receiver there because I don't know where Scary Terry's been yeah. this whole year. Nah, I, don't, I won't argue that. And then if Brian Robinson misses this game, I think you lock in Antonio Gibson. He's going to have a feature-back role. He's versatile. And like mm-hmm. I said, this game I think is going to be a high-scoring game. He's going to get into the end zone. All right. I I, I I like both those picks. Are those both of your heroes? Or you got another one? Those are both my heroes. I, I like it. I actually put down as one of my heroes, but then I crossed them off with Sam Howell. Because I think Sam Howell is going to have a pretty good game. But. I like your picks a lot. I think they're. I think at least one of those people are going to have double digits. And I think if you're starting either one of them, you're just hoping for 12 to 15 points. And even if it's Curtis Samuel, you're hoping that he gets a couple of receptions, maybe lands in the end zone. You know, has a decent, you know what, six catch, 70-yard game or something like that. Uh, Actually, can I throw one more name out there? Go for it. And this isn't, I mean, like, I think this guy's going to come up big in the next three games. Zay Flowers of Baltimore, mm-hmm. I think, is going to, you know, he's coming off two solid games. He gets Jacksonville this week, who didn't look too good last week against, I believe, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Then he gets San Francisco, who hasn't been dominant against the pass. And then they play against Miami, which that game might be for first place in the AFC. Um, mm-hmm. That'd so be a good game. I think that's going to be a really good game. So The thing about Zay, which I think really opened up this Baltimore offense, was the Mark Andrews injury. I think Lamar lost his go-to possession receiver in the middle of the field, and then it just opened up the playbook. And you know what? I was going to go into one of my heroes, but since we're on the topic of the Baltimore Ravens, my hero is Isaiah Likely. He's really stepped in to this Baltimore uh, offense, and he's quicker. He's more athletic than Mark Andrews, and I think it's actually been a, a fresh coat of paint for this Baltimore offense to have an athletic tight end. I, I saw him miss uh, a block or so, so I could see, like, you know, because the Ravens are run heavy, they do, like, the QB draw with uh, Lamar and, like, have the RPOs and stuff like that. 
So I could see him maybe not getting the biggest snap share uh, that maybe we're expecting him. But I do believe that he, and like you said, Zay Flowers are now the one-two with Odell Beckham being a solid flex option if you have him. But I would say if you're looking for anybody in this Baltimore offense, it's Zay Flowers and Isaiah Likely. And especially if you're in a tight end premium league, I'm not going to say it's a guaranteed double digits, but it, it's pretty solid. And I think like if he start, if he was a tight end since game one, he would be a top five or six tight end in, this, this, uh, in fantasy this year. Yeah, I think that's a good take, honestly. You're so on to something. You've this already week. gone through. Yeah. So you've gone through your heroes. I'm going to ask you a question. And don't and don't get mad at the setup because I, this was, I know this is going to really piss you off. I'm in a league. It's an interesting league. It was a 12-team league, but only four teams make the playoffs. And I happen to have three QBs on my roster because uh, last week Trevor Lawrence had, was injured going into the game. So I was like, I don't feel comfortable having him be my only quarterback. And Sam Howell had the bye week. So I was like, I need to pick up another quarterback. But this quarterback has played so well. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I could drop him because I don't want to help any other teams in my league have this guy. So I'm going to ask you, I have Trevor Lawrence, I have Sam Howell, and I have Jake Browning on my team. Who would you start in the first round of playoffs? We could probably take Trevor Lawrence off because I think that's a tough matchup. Between Sam Howell against the Rams and Jake Browning, how are you feeling right now? Have you Do you feel like you've seen enough of Jake Browning to have a clear picture on who he is? No. I would take Howell. Howell has done it all season long. You know what you're getting. They're coming off a bye. Again, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I'm starting Howell. All right, and I can't, I can't, I That's can't not... fault you for having three quarterbacks, as long as you weren't sitting on three quarterbacks all season. Because if no. if you pull a quarterback because you know one of your quarterbacks gets hurt, then that's a different story. And or if you're doing it as a strategy because maybe going into the playoffs, excuse me, somebody has a quarterback that you know got injured, Justin Herbert, for instance, or you know Josh Dobbs who got benched. And they need a quarterback, and and you used it as a tactical maneuver to keep them from mm-hmm. getting a decent quarterback. I mean, that's all fair game, you know. So Jake Browning, since he became quarterback, he played against Baltimore, put up ten points against Baltimore, and that was only for part of the game he played. He played against Pittsburgh, his first start, eleven points. Sure, whatever. Then he played against Jacksonville and the Colts and put up 23-plus points in both games. He plays against Minnesota, which I'm not going to say is an easy matchup, but it's not a hard matchup. They have their own QB situation where their offense might not be on the field very long, even though I did pick Nick Mullins to be my replacement player. Jake Browning, if we're thinking about heroes, and in other people's scenarios, they probably don't have a Sam Howell. 
But in this scenario, if you had to pick a quarterback and you happen to have Jake Browning on your roster, he could possibly be a fancy hero for for your first round in playoffs. I think so, but then I don't think so. Jacksonville is towards the bottom. Indianapolis is towards the bottom. And where would Minnesota be? Minnesota is towards the top, middle, middle top. Okay. They're actually pretty good on defense. I mean, they they started the season not good, but they've come around since then. I think Cincinnati has turned a page with Jake Browning. Not saying he's going to replace Joe Burrow, but I think having someone who's not nursing a calf injury all season, I think he's actually stepped in. He's finding his weapons. He's looking good. And even if he doesn't get you 20 points, he might get you enough points to win your first-round playoff. Can he give you enough to win your first-round playoff? Yes. But if you have Sam Howell, I feel like he's the better option. He has a higher ceiling. And he's been been doing it consistently. I have Sam Hell in the lineup. (laughs) It's not Jake Browning. Well, that's good. (laughs) I was just curious because I have that scenario. What would your thoughts be? But that being said, I still think Jake Browning could possibly win. He could be a sneaky play, yes. Yes, I agree with you. Sneaky play. I I think the Cincinnati offense is better than it looked the first 10 weeks of the season. And yeah, I I I think I'm going to put it down right now. He's going to at least get 18 points. Okay. You're talking yeah. about Browning. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Do you? I'm gonna I'm gonna catch you off guard. Is there any player that you think right now will lose somebody their first round of playoffs? What do you mean by that? Like you're you're starting this player. It's a per, it's a person that everyone would start. You're not getting cute, but that player in their matchup and then maybe the trend that they're having could possibly lose them their first round. I don't think this person is going to lose you your first round, but it's a little scary because they're coming off two mediocre games. Is Zach Moss? Oh yeah, that's that's a good that's a good shout. But here's the thing with him: he's getting elite usage. It just the offense hasn't been on the same page. It's been a couple of tough matchups, but and I know he had a ten yard touchdown, I believe, called on a penalty last week. Mm-hmm. But this week they go up against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's middle of the pack against running backs. So, you know, hopefully with the poor quarterback play of the Pittsburgh Steelers, it'll be more of a rock fight and uh, we'll get a little more Zach Moss. So I don't think he's going to lose you your game, but if you have him in there as your running back one or two and not as a flex option, then I think you're running the risk a little bit higher of not getting the result you hope for. I respect that. Off the top of my head, just thinking about it, I think Ken Walker, uh, one of the most consistent running backs until he got hurt, playing against the best running defense right now in the NFL with Philadelphia, 
And I think you might get single a single digit performance from someone you probably rely on relied on all season. And that could possibly lose you your first round matchup. I think like you're in the playoffs now, everyone's got relatively an even matchup. Yeah, your first place team's obviously better than the eighth place team, but you know, everyone in the middle is roughly the same at this point. It's uh, you know, it's maybe a plus or minus of five or six points and you need your studs to show up and your duds to even show up more. <laughs> and I think I think Ken Walker is a stud that might actually have a very disappointing performance. I could see that happening. Philadelphia is the best defense against running backs, and if Geno Smith doesn't play or isn't at 100%, like, who knows what they're going to be able yeah. to do. Absolutely. Well, before we sign off here, is there any last-minute advice you want to give out for the first round of the playoffs? Um, I don't know if you agree with this mentality. Don't get cute, though. But if you have a 50-50 shot at someone on your flex or whatever, or let's just say you have two tight ends and you're only going to play one of them or whatever, choose the one with the higher ceiling. Like I would, I would say don't play the floor on your 50-50 decisions this week. Play the ceiling. Now, everyone else, don't get cute. You know, if the uh, play the players that got you to the got you to the dance, but there might be one or two, you know, 50-50 decisions you're going to make on matchups and stuff, play the player with the highest ceiling. How about you? It's like you're looking at me to not start Matthew Stafford. <laughs> no, I- well, you know, you you made a very convincing case. Like I I think like yeah, if you were if you were a lawyer, I would I would be, you know what? He's right. Yeah, no, I mean, I can't agree with that, uh, you know, more than me telling you that that's actually great advice. Don't get cute. Roll with your guys you've been rolling with. Obviously, there's going to be a couple that you have to make decisions, play the ceiling, play the matchups. It's three weeks. So, yeah, at this point, you got your roster. There's probably not much on the waiver wire. So... Start your players with confidence and roll with it. To add context to your to your Matthew Stafford Mahomes thing, you traded for Mahomes. You didn't ride with Mahomes, so you traded for him. So he's still a fresh, you know, player that you have. So it's 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 kind of the same as having Matthew Stafford. You know, they're both fresh on your team. You're just trying to win at this point. I made a lot of trades at the end, not for mm-hmm. the last two weeks of the regular season. But for these three weeks here, I traded for certain guys because of matchups during these three weeks here. So we'll see if it pays off or not. And it starts tomorrow with the Las Vegas Raiders against the Los Angeles Chargers. Brian, let the people know where they can find us on X. You can find us on X at OT Fantasy F Ball. Come say hi, leave us a comment, or repost our stuff. That'd be great. You can find our podcast wherever you find your podcast, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever you use. Uh, subscribe. Let us know how we're doing. We appreciate any feedback. Would be great. Uh, give us some feedback on how we can maybe better the podcast in the off season. We, we greatly appreciate it. We thank you for everyone who's been listening up to this point. If you made the playoffs, congratulations. If you missed the playoffs, try not to come in last place. Greatly said. As always, we're not fortune tellers, 
but we're fortunate enough to give you playoff advice. I'm Steven. As always, with me is Brian. And thank you for listening to the OT Fantasy Football Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Good luck. (laughs) 